2: welcome to the true beauty brooklyn podcast i'm elizabeth taylor
1: and i'm alex shapiro
2: we are estheticians in williamsburg brooklyn and we work with really incredible diverse ambitious and driven women that are killing it in life
1: and they deserve to be celebrated so on this podcast we're going to be sharing their stories with you yeah and then in between those interview episodes we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us maybe some guest stars And we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different.
2: Also, we're a lot of fun, and we We have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too, so why
1: not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. (laughs) Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions, so make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com.
2: Alright, guys, so let's jump into the show.
3: Bye. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Elizabeth.
1: And Alex. And welcome to this week's
2: show of the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. <laughs> So this week we have a beauty school episode for you. We're going to teach you guys about your brows because, well, we're pretty much
1: brow obsessed. Yes.
2: And also I'm going to give
1: a good example of how I know people need help. Yes. Because <laughs> even people who like their brows thick will still go and tweeze a hair because it looks like a stray to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a stray. It's just trying to grow in. Yeah. And you're making that shit struggle to grow because you keep (laughs) tweezing it out. (laughs) I had a client today who's super sweet. And she would come to me once before, like a month and a half ago. And... um, her friends she had friends she didn't have friends last time and i assume she just didn't have any like they were done don't believe they had them never. don't believe just these girls growing. when they
2: try to tell you they've got no friends yeah. it's just that they won't leave them alone and so because she listened <laughs> to me
1: and really didn't touch anything between her appointments yeah she had friends and yeah. she but it also was kind of messy because all these other hairs had grown in so once i cleaned them up left the friends she was like oh there's hair there yeah yeah girl yeah, people just, just don't it. know what hair's to leave, even yeah. when they think they know. No, So you guys, guys, guys don't need know anything. Help, and we're going to help you today. Yeah.
2: So that's fun. So that's going on. What else? We've been listening to The Mariah Carey Autobiography. Mariah. I've been listening to it on Audible. Alex has
1: been reading it. Yes.
2: And Elizabeth
1: bought it for me for Christmas.
2: Well, I heard that it was great. I heard amongst Black Twitter that the book was awesome and Alex I like overheard her saying that she wanted to Listen to it, read it. What am I saying? Listen to it. And I mean, if you are our age, like, who didn't love Mimi? I mean, sh- <laughs> I love that you just went there because
1: I feel like her with the headphones on. Yeah.
2: Oh, you're so much braver than I am. I know that I cannot hit those notes, but I pretend like I can. So I'll I mean, just let I you keep doing it, clearly. girl. <laughs> it's all you, but. It's so good, dude. I always love Mariah because, like, the girl, the woman can fucking sing, obviously, but she always throws shade, which is hilarious also. And I always knew that she was a little bit nutty before I knew about her mental health issues, which, like, I don't mean nutty like her mental health issues. I mean, like, she's a little crazy. Like, Mimi just was always the greatest. And I didn't know what a survivor she is after...
1: Of so many things.
2: Of so many things. Learning about, like, her childhood and and um, The beginning of her career. Totally. Baby, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. There's that. Go and read that or listen to that Audible if you want. Just like a good survivor story but it's also like Mimi so you know that it's going to be just so over the top and diva-esque.
1: Totally. Also she's very good when she calls people out. It It's never bitter mm-hmm. in this book, right? Yeah. It's like very... I don't know. She's very mature.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she speaks about how it took her a long time and so many years of therapy to get over, you know, the, having the people that were closest in her life sort of be the worst things for her and, yeah. like, coming to gr- terms with that. And moving, That's sad. That's it's sad. Really, yeah, it's so sad. And, of course, like, I'm sure that people probably... It's easy to look at somebody like her and just assume that like every her life has always been so great and she's so Mm -hmm. talented and so beautiful and like everything's always come easy. And so I'm sure that was also very hard for her to just like say without having people kind of come for her. You know what I mean? Totally. So,
1: yeah, Mimi, we love you, girl. Oh, man, I really love her. So I guess uh, you said that you've like always really liked her. I never I've always liked her music, but I never really, to be honest, thought about her as a person. Mm hmm. I just didn't care for some reason. And now I care so much and I feel really guilty that I never cared, <laughs> cared before.
2: Well, we were really young when her album first, first came out in like 1991. That's I think. true. And yeah, I was three like, years old. Exactly. I think I was five <laughs> or six. And so the Mariah that we knew was very much like the Diddy and Mariah and like the gold LeMay and the helicopters, yeah. like early 2000s. Which was just a different... free, Like, as Kevin said, oh, she was crazy then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's true. She definitely... Cha- but you know what? It was also her coming into her own because yes. the beginning of Mariah wasn't her. Yes. You know, she was very much so controlled. And- yes, by her shit husband. Her yeah. shit ex-husband. Tommy Matola is a dick. <laughs> yes. And
2: also that Mariah is biracial mm-hmm. and just, like, coming to terms with her black side and her white side and... Just like kind of dealing with a lot of the same things that I had to deal with, like learning how to do your hair and telling people. I mean, I think just as a child, everybody wants to fit in, but then when you oh don't, God, but fit people into, like not allowing
1: her to be black. Exactly is when, very
2: exactly when insane. you don't fit nicely into any stereotype in the United States of America, it makes people very uncomfortable. And so, it's a really strange fight to know exactly like who the fuck you are and to have other people try to tell you one way or another who you are or aren't. Yeah. And they're coming to grips with that.
1: For sure. <sighs> Mimi, girl. I understand I you. Know. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah. She's really. And
2: she's from Long Island. She's from
1: Long Island. So, like, obviously, I was very interested in reading about her because I hate Long Island, but I love <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Or more so, it's just the same as, like, if I meet someone from Long Island, I get so excited. And I'm like, oh, my God. But. Yeah. When I'm talking about Long Island, otherwise, I'm like, fucking stupid place. Oh,
2: yeah. It's like Upstate. When I meet people from Upstate, I'm like, you made it. Girl, we made yeah. it. And they're like,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: Um yes. But I get it. She talks about just being a weird girl on Long Island. And that's how I felt growing up. So mm-hmm. I can relate to her in that way. Obviously, I can't relate to her with many other things that she dealt with when she was a child. And being biracial and you know, her parents had issues, just so much. Anyway, you should go and read her a book. Obviously, we're not getting paid um, to tell you this because we're not getting paid for anything. No, but (laughs) but
2: I think too is like one of my favorite things to ask people when they come into the studio is, so what are you doing, girl? Because nobody's doing anything and everybody's just looking for shit to do. So if I can like recommend anything. Well, the audio book is her reading it. So I'm kind of now going to have
1: to... Listen to the well, audio it's book out, her reading it, and
2: also she speaks about where some of the lyrics come from and where she was yeah. in her life when those lyrics. Her songs came to make her. so m-
1: okay, and she sings in the audio book. She sings the little huh, huh, that I just did before is from Dream Lover, uh-huh. and I've always loved that song, but I listened to it today with such a different view on it. It's not yes. just like this song sounds good. I got teary eyed oh because <laughs> she wrote that song about just like a fictional person in her head because mm-hmm. she didn't know. She married Tommy Matola at, like, 19. Right. Or at least started dating him at that point. Right. For safety, like, rather yes. than for love. Like, and because all- she didn't know love, because her
2: parents didn't really show her a great example of, like, exactly. what a family, a normal functioning family should look like.
1: Exactly. And so this song is about her, you know, the words are like, dream lover, come rescue me. I can't sing for shit. You did it, girl. But, um, I
0: heard
1: it. You know, she, like, wants this, like... To get swept off her feet and have someone... She's like, I don't care what you do. Just, like, come get me. Let's, you know, be... like come rescue me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, it made me... I was walking to work today, teary-eyed listening to it, even though it's, like, an upbeat, fun song. Right. Because it's so all these songs are so much about where she was at that place and I I think even songs now she still sings about that time in her life because it's been so hard for her to get over yeah anyway she's just a survivor in every sense of the way and
2: we just are here for bad bitches and like whether you whatever you care about Mimi like the girl's a survivor. The woman is a survivor. And I think that's the biggest, my biggest takeaway so far because it's really, that was what was surprising to me. I didn't realize that about her that she just like had to overcome so much personally. And the fact that she says openly, like, I didn't believe that I deserved happiness because I made my dreams come true. I'm living the life that I always dreamed for myself. Like, I am the singer I always wanted to be. Like, I thought that that was enough and that I didn't deserve true internal, I'm going to cry. Like, I didn't deserve true internal happiness. Happiness, because like, who am I to want everything? Oh, I know. Girl. No, girl. Like, we all deserve to be happy. I have told
1: everyone in my life about this book because I feel like everyone can get something out of it. Yeah, oh, especially women.
2: Out. I know. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's no, but it's really touching. It's really. It's just because I don't care about celebrities
1: very much. Yes. you know.
2: Yeah, well, it's because you learn but the, I really the like human her. side of somebody who's overcome so much to to have so much and to have touched so, like, so many people yeah. in such a different way that we didn't know that she was struggling so much. And then so I was getting teary-eyed too. We <laughs> sound like such a pariah. Like, <laughs> fangirl, this is hilarious. But it's it's interesting and it's really touching to see somebody who like you just we grew up with and we loved the music to hear that they struggled so much. But they did it all for like the fans, like Mm -hmm. the fans are what made her keep going. And it's really a beautiful story at the end of the day. I mean, we're just
1: here to stand women, to stand badass women. totally And this
2: is pretty much the epitome of one. So
1: totally. Normally, I'm like, God. People really need all that money? No, Mariah, you deserve all that money. (laughs)
2: You deserve every $300 million that you have. You deserve it, girl. You
1: did it. (laughs) I'm here for it.
2: What else? Oh, speaking of Mariah, okay, tell us about the chickens. (gasps) Chickens.
1: Okay, shout out to (laughs) Ray, my chicken friend. So Ray and I met. She came to get her brows done by me. And it was funny because her boyfriend told her to come see me. Mm -hmm. And her boyfriend is a guy who I lived with 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Met him on Craigslist because me and Lacey really (laughs) needed to find an apartment. Yeah. Couldn't find one. And he had two rooms available in his loft in Bushwick. And so moved in with him. I thought by the end that he hated me, but apparently he didn't. He's like, oh, have her do your brows. (laughs) So funny. anyway, so I meet Ray. She's super cool. She tells me about how she started helping to take care of these chickens over in South Williamsburg, there's a coop and a, like a little piece of land behind the senior center. And um, I was like, I love chickens. <laughs> she's like, come one day. Come to see the chickens. And I remember you were like, I know that you're actually going to go. Like, I wouldn't actually go. I, I would never, say I would. I'd be like, yeah, girl. I'll just give me a call sometime. You saw me the next week and I'm like, I love the chickens. <laughs> yeah. So I wish I could see them more, but it gets dark <laughs> early now. So they go to bed early when i'm usually at work but on the weekends i've been going to see them and oh my god they're so cute i'm going to but i just need to gush about all of them they're really cute anyway they're all hens you're not allowed to have roosters in new york city it's not legal anyway (laughs) a new chicken came to join also he got the shit beat out of him by leche who's just really cute (laughs) also a newer chicken who's very young she's ruthless (laughs) anyway
2: beat him up we (laughs) thought it was
1: a she turns out it's a rooster Mm. and he's also like the kind that they usually will just kill for meat so we're just like who's gonna take him we can't have him here so sad and and me and Ray were both just like this is so sad he was gonna have such a nice life here like this is like the best life a chicken could have we put them to bed we hand feed them and then we make sure they're (laughs) all in their coop in their positions (laughs) in their pecking order (laughs) like that's so Tuck cool. Tuck them oh in. Oh my
2: goodness, I just learned pecking order.
1: Pecking order. That's yeah. That's it
2: comes from. It's a thing. Chickens. Chickens it's a real don't thing. piss. They don't fuck they, around. And there's a pecking order. Yeah. Learning something new they're, every day from the chickens. They're very funny.
1: So, so upset. Anyway, she texted me yesterday. She's like, mm-hmm. we found, okay, so the chicken's name was Rosetta, but like now it's a boy. <laughs> so it's Rosario.
2: And <laughs> I think that's still a girl's name. Oh, we have like, no Rosario idea. Dawson?
1: I have no idea. She's Rosario. No,
2: she's Rosario. Rosario does. Yeah. Anyway. Y'all whiteies. are We don't up. care. This
1: chicken <laughs> is whatever he wants to be. Rosie, Rosetta, Rosario. <laughs> anyway, she was like, oh, my God, my assistant knows this guy who has this big property upstate and he well, is going to take the chicken. And she sends me like an aerial view of the property mm-hmm. and it also shows what town it's in. It's in fucking Bedford, New York, which is where Mariah lived with her first husband. They bought this insane home.
2: Yeah. So Rosario's going to go. It, live my life just me. came full fucking
1: circle. <laughs> 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 He's going to go live. We're like, oh, he would live so nicely here. No, 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 no. He's living with. He's the about to go live. In a mansion. Yeah. Huge property in a pool. Yeah. So Ray was like, Is Rosario gonna invite (laughs) us to come for a dip this summer? Like Rosario's gonna forget all about our asses. Raising be Roosin Crowin. Oh my god. Anyway, I thought that was a very (laughs) uplifting story about (laughs) a
2: little chicken in Brooklyn. And that there are
1: chickens in Brooklyn and they're very well cared for.
2: Yes. And
1: maybe you guys know this, but I just found out that chickens don't piss. Yes, actually, Elizabeth. Oh, I just bought the Encyclopedia of Chickens, so I'll give you guys more chicken info. Can't wait once I read. Can't <laughs> wait. I know, I know that everybody that. out there is on their toes. I know you guys are just like, oh my god, I can't wait to learn more about chickens. Chickens <laughs> from the girl in Brooklyn, <laughs> from the girl who knows nothing about chickens. Um, anyway, browse, browse. <laughs> okay, Mariah, so chicken. Most Mariah's important, brows. chicken
2: brows. All right, so we've kind of been thinking about like, how are we going to teach you over the airways when we can't see you at all, and y'all can't see us? How the fuck are we going to teach you about brows? And I kind of thought that maybe the best way is just by going through all of our mistakes, for sure. But even more than our mistakes is we collectively have worked on like hundreds of brows, for sure. Would you say that's that's accurate? Definitely, definitely, right? Seen so many different faces, and talk to so many different girls. And one thing that remains consistent is we've all kind of done the same stupid shit. So if we can tell you what not to do, laugh at ourselves about what we did do, then we can make a pretty good blueprint of what to do for you. Cute. That was really that cute. That <laughs> That was super cute. So how do you guys feel about that? All right. Yay, we like it. Yeah, it sounds great. Okay. All right, guys. So today we are bringing you four brow lessons. And brow services are definitely by far our most booked appointment at True Beauty Brooklyn. And it's because Alex and I are brow obsessed. Like I literally do dances and I will sing for how bomb your brows look after we're finished with your service. And if you've been here, you know that this is true. Yes. (laughs) so after working on hundreds of of faces and speaking with so many women about their brow journeys we just know that there's certain terrible moments that we've all experienced and since it's almost a year into the pandemic and it really doesn't seem like we're going anywhere anytime soon now is as good a time as any for us to try to teach you guys about this audibly so why should you trust this voice that has never (laughs) seen your face with your eyebrows well, darling, like you, I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s, and I too am part of a generation of eyebrows that were ruined by Pam Anderson.
1: But my <laughs> brows should be thinner and my tits should be bigger. She really fucked me up. Yeah. Well, got the big tits. You did too, girl. But they're not perky like hers.
2: <laughs> like two <laughs> lines of an eyebrow. It's I got not that good on anybody, dudes. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it doesn't look good on anybody. For so many reasons, one of them being that as we age, we naturally lose fat in our face. We naturally lose our brow hairs. We're all going to end up looking witchy. It's, it's fucked up and patriarchal.
1: But it's Patriarchical. Patriarchal. Patriarchal. But it's the
2: truth. So stop tweezing every hair out of your fucking face. Trust me. Sharice tried to tell me this when I was a child. I didn't believe her. I should have. So... Basically, the main difference between my story and yours, and I think that Alex would agree probably her story also, is that while you, dear listener, grew up, you got a corporate job, maybe you got a master's degree, and you probably began dedicating your life to other interests. I did not. <laughs> I stuck with brows. I just kept tweezing them, <laughs> <getting> tweezing them. <laughs> I didn't keep tweezing them because thank God I had a couple of people on my brow journey early on come and help me, but... Aside from that, I tried to learn everything that I could about them once I became an esthetician and I began combining what I learned about human anatomy (laughs) and physiology with beauty and design. And then after years, I developed a foolproof method to sculpt near perfect, consistent, balanced, pretty symmetrical eyebrows that are 100% customized to each individual human face. And... The reason that I had to do this is because I spent too many years with jacked up brows, trusting the wrong people, and ruining my own face. And I bet that you did too, because we all did. So after perfecting my technique, I knew that there had to be someone else out there just as brow-obsessed as I was. And that's when I met Alex.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess similarly... What drew me to the industry in general was getting burnt in the past Mm -hmm. with my facials, with my brows. And I was like, I got to start learning how to do this myself. Yeah. That was like kind of part of it. The other part was like college was not for me and I needed to figure out something else.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess it's going to be eyebrows. Yeah,
1: I guess it's eyebrows. And actually it was when I was in esthetician school that I started growing up my brows, which was interesting because there wasn't, I don't know about at your school, at mine, there wasn't a lot of emphasis put on teaching us how to do brows. No at all that's just like a little blip and then Mm -hmm. you figure it out on your own
2: 100% (laughs) sorry to scare you guys don't go
1: to anyone who's new because they didn't learn too much about brows in school yeah it's true
2: (laughs) they didn't learn anything (laughs) in school probably yeah yeah
1: so I started randomly growing them out and I remember coming in to school one day in esthetician school and one of the other students being like, oh, I see what you're doing with your brows there. You got a little Drew Barrymore thing going on. And I was like, you noticed. Because, yeah, any hair was like made me look good because I had none. Like, yeah. it was
2: nothing. And your face is built for brows for sure. So you must have looked hilarious without Fucking any. Fucking weird.
1: Yeah. My friend Corey was like, he noticed my brows. He also said somewhat recently, he's like, you're the reason that like the, the girls in our friend group started growing out their eyebrows.
2: Oh, that's really nice. Like, thanks.
1: <laughs> me? me? But yeah, so I feel like most of you out there probably don't know what to do with your brows unless you found someone really great to guide you. You don't know. Mm -hmm, It's true. And um, there's just not enough information out there. So I get it. And I mean, look at us. We're out there smashing glass ceilings, starting our own enterprises, podcasting our fucking way through Real Estate 101. (laughs) (laughs) Most of you just can't get your two brows to look the same. So we're going to put together some basic Brow 101 tips and tricks for you by telling you about all of our fuck ups over the years. Yep. Because that's how you learn by making mistakes, right? (laughs) Uh, Mistake number one, from the ages of 12 to 18, I over tweezed, over waxed and generally fucked up my eyebrows. And I bet you did too. Lesson, don't touch your brows. Just let them grow. I remember when I was growing them, it took about a full year yes. for them to fully come in. I looked crazy. I had to tell all my friends. I know my brows look crazy. Yes. just for a little bit. Blah, blah, blah.
2: And here's the thing, too, is like everybody that comes into True Beauty for their brows. like First of all, there's a whole like warning on the site, the True Beauty Brooklyn site before you even book. Like do not come in unless you've been growing your brows out for more than three weeks. You need hair for us to remove to try to give you a new brow shape if you've been jacking up your brows for years don't come in like with two hairs in your head you need to come
1: in yeah. with something also so listen when i say don't touch them for four weeks six don't weeks. touch them I'll be able to tell.
2: Yeah, so don't,
1: don't lie to me. How many? And girls it's try just to lie? for you. It's not for yes. me.
2: Girls, okay, y'all will try to lie. I'll be I'll be looking at your face <laughs> and I'll say, okay, so you take off all of your tail, huh? And they're like, no, no, I don't tweeze over there. And I'm like, but you're missing half your eyebrow. <laughs> Someone took it off. Somebody took it off. And if you're the only one that's doing your brow, bitch, it was you. So and you probably yeah. don't notice because you're looking at your face every single day, taking in whatever one hair grows in. A stray
1: is not a stray, a stray to us, no. unless it's growing on your actual fucking eyelid. Honestly, that's what I tell people. Yes, okay, oh, I just it. tweeze the hairs around if it's on your eyelid. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't touch it if I just say do Just let don't them touch grow. It.
2: Better yet, get you a hair growth serum. Yes. So that you see results quickly, and yes. then you can come see us quickly. Get you some castor oil if you want to get some castor oil. Do it. But. Don't touch I'm so them. so dramatic. i like, do it. Uh, just do it. Just do that.
1: But it's serious because it's like
2: sometimes, especially as of lately, y'all bitches will be coming in. I'm like, did you look at the website and they're like, Yeah, I saw your warning. I didn't care. I need you to fix my eyebrows. And it's like, don't waste your time, don't waste my time. Grow your fucking eyebrows in. Because there's nothing for us to do if you don't have any hairs.
1: And I think especially girls <laughs> who are I'm like around do? our age, they just don't like growing them out because they're yes. just like they look crazy. Yes. We're so used to and I try to tell people, I'm like, yes, because they're in the in between stage. They haven't yes. fully like when you're growing let out let them a grow bob.
2: or shave or your big chop when you're growing out your big chop you look wacko
1: listen i think that three people months. don't have patience in life None. but that the pandemic if there's one thing it's been good for it's for people to just fucking grow out their brows they're yes. not seeing anyone so they finally yes. don't care take some
2: vitamins take some b complex yeah just anyway let i get them very grow. overworked it's I, okay. I love you guys yeah we do we and we want to fix your brows we do but we need you need hair <laughs> so that we can fix it so you need to just grow them in okay
1: god yes i used to tweeze my brows like crazy tell us about it but it looked good back then when i look Are at my graduation sure? photo i'm like i don't look good but i looked good then i'm pretty sure
2: like they were even and symmetrical they're just tiny sure i've <laughs> yeah.
1: oh sure. But you saw me i think i showed you like high school photos i gotta show you like middle school yeah when i was going through when i was ch- trying to pack the other night because i'm moving down the block, basically. You did it, though. Uh, you leveled up. Leveled up. But I um, found old photos, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I thought my eyebrows were bad in high school. Yes, they were very thin. But before that, they were a little less thin. But, like, the shape of
2: them. So bad. <laughs> we need to post these pictures. McDonald's like I arches. have one that's, like... It's McDonald's sandwiches, but there's just no rhyme or reason. It's just I looked at one and I just did whatever I wanted and I looked at another yeah. and I just did whatever yeah. I wanted and then looked in the mirror and was like, I look different. I'm going to go with it. But you look yeah. crazy. Different isn't always good. It didn't look and that's good. the thing too that God. I think some people So I have nightmares think. that
1: my eyebrow hairs have fallen out. <laughs> I was out.
2: just literally looking in the mirror right now just patting <laughs> her eyebrows, making sure that I is have there. nightmares
1: of this. Yeah. It's
2: up. Because you know how crazy you looked. Yeah. Like when I was between twelve and eighteen, I hated my face because hormones and you just think like, hate everything about what you look like because you are just You're looking at teen magazines and you think yeah, you're supposed exa- to look like exactly, yes. Yeah. So you're just like, let me do anything to look like anything but myself. Yeah. Except you look like a freak because you have one and a half eyebrows <laughs> with no fronts and no tails. That's just because you look different doesn't mean you look good. And that's what I wish that somebody told me. Okay. Also, well, we'll get to the the next part. But I'm not going to jump ahead of myself because somebody did try to tell me. I just didn't
1: listen. I just thought. Oh, yeah. People, I, my stepmom tried to tell me. And exactly. Like, Charisse she now? definitely tried to tell me. I was like, Sharice, you don't know anything. What do you know? <laughs> look
2: at those huge eyebrows. Which I guess brings us to mistake number two. We trusted our own dumbass aesthetic. <laughs> Instead of the aesthetic of somebody that just knew, that had any type of like yes.
1: elegance, class, wisdom, age. I will say, eyes. my eyebrows in high school, yes, they were very thin, but yes. I was going to a woman who took them from my crazy McDonald's arches to at yes. least looking symmetrical and like decent even though they were very thin yes i went to her for a haircut and she was like can i do your eyebrows (laughs) i don't even think what what a goddess what the hell was her name she had her own salon highlights it was called highlights that's cute can't remember her name but what a fucking gem
0: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
1: She's a gem. Teresa. Her name is Teresa. Teresa, thanks, girl. So, yes, my eyebrows were thin, but that was the look then. And at least I looked less crazy. That's true. She took you to like symmetry town. Yes. It, they looked normal-ish. Yes.
2: So, yeah. So mistake number two was trusting my own young ass, dumb ass aesthetic. And the lesson is that you need a brow guide to show you the error of your ways. You had Teresa. Uh, I had my girl, Quissy Dow. Quissy. Quissy Dow. Like, So after the 18, 12 to 18-year-old stint, moved to New York, met some really cool kids, one of them being my homegirl, Christine. Shout out to Christine Dow. She shaved my life. She saved my little brow life and you know Christine took me to places I really shouldn't have been like she took me to a Chanel party where I met Karl Lagerfeld (laughs) and I went up to him wearing my Payless pumps and I was like oh my god I love your gloves where did you get them (laughs) (laughs) said and then like Andre Leon Talley was there and then I was like oh my god this it's so fabulous! We you get it? And you're like, I'm wearing a satin tie. <laughs> I'm wearing a satin tie. And payless pumps. <laughs> oh. And it's just like, how did this girl get in here? Who <laughs> <laughs> let her in? She gotta let go. Who let her in? But that was my homegirl, Christine. Christine took me to these beautiful places I had no business going. She had, she had taste. She had a taste level and an eye for an aesthetic that I just wasn't yet privy to. And yeah. she was my homegirl who sat me down and said, homegirl, Elizabeth, we're going to grow out your eyebrows. I'm tired of looking at these McDonald's arches. I want to show you how to use a pencil and we're just going to fix you up. And Aww. that's just what she did. She did. <laughs> and it's my entire freshman year growing in my eyebrows. So that's why thank God my face only lasted till I was 18 and I made it to an age where these bad boys could grow back in. But yeah. Saved me at a young age in New York City. No. Thank God. Thanks, Christine.
1: It's honestly just impressive that we both have full brows that, like, they grew back. Well, it was from the all young- the shit for so many years. I know. I I'm know. A hairy bitch, that's why. <laughs> the only reason. So, okay, what we've gathered is that there are two types of women: the lucky few babes that are like Kaya Gerber, genetically blessed at the age of fifteen full-browed and actually listened to their mom's advice when she told them not to touch their eyebrows and then there are the rest of us so like 99.5 percent of the population yes and from what i've witnessed most women don't fall into that category at all which means for the rest of us we need a friend a cousin mama auntie to take the tweezers out of our fucking hands you need a christine dow remove the magnifying mirror from our homes (laughs) and show us the way to the brow promised land Honestly, when it comes to brows, if you're not a pro, it's generally the blind leading the less blind. Fucking YouTube beauty influencers.
2: Yo, I need to jump in here because YouTube beauty influencers, let me tell you something about that. I have girls coming in here who are putting nair on their eyebrows. Nair. Because some YouTube beauty influencer told them to do it. I was like, girls, do you never want them to grow back? Ever? Do not put an air on your eyebrows. I've got other girls coming in, razoring off their entire brow and drawing them back in because some YouTube influencer told them to do that. Girls do not razor off your eyebrows and draw them back in. We will figure out together.
1: Something else. Something another, else. Way. another way, another way that
2: involves keeping your hair and not completely rearranging your face. Like just because it says brow shaping outside of somebody's door doesn't mean that they know what the fuck they're doing, unfortunately. It's true. It's like a great example of this is like how people think that all black women know how to braid. Like, yes, bitch, if you asked me to braid your hair, you Alex, I could do one braid. Is it gonna look nice? Probably not. If Sabrina came and looked at it, she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, lying to this girl telling her that you know how to braid, but she don't know how to braid because I'm not a professional braider. I know how to do a braid. It's the same thing with these eyebrow ladies. A lot of you girls will come in and be like, Well, I just went to a threading salon. And like, I get it. Like, maybe they have an idea of what to do, but there's a reason they're charging you $7. It's true. Somebody who's like really excellent, excellent, excellent at their job, maybe far and few between, they're just charging you $7 because they don't know how good they are at their job. But for the most part, like, girls, you deserve better. You really do. Damn true. You know what I mean?
1: it's it's true you deserve symmetry you do
2: <laughs> you deserve a brow that's actually made for your face not somebody else's face
1: but if you can't find yourself a Chrissy Dow <laughs> you found us you did find us we're gonna guide you we're here to tell right you guys
2: now.
1: <laughs> who is your Christine Dow I don't know really what made me grow out my brows I really don't. I think that I started seeing girls with nice thick eyebrows and yeah. I was like, Oh shit, I know I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I've got that too. Yeah, but I was like, I wonder if I can still. Well it's also like, it's the like early you haven't had aughts. sex in a while and you're like, Can I still do that? Do my hips
2: work like that? Also, right after the Pam Anderson phase was the uh, Olsen twins in NYU. Are they rich kids? Are they homeless people phase? Yeah. And that began like the big bushy brow for our generation. You're right. For sure. You're definitely right. It was probably about when you moved to New York.
1: Yeah. I was definitely. Yeah. I was seeing it. Mm -hmm. And I think also I kind of (laughs) felt like I was living in New York City, you know, at this point I'm like, what, 21, 22? And I didn't have much money. I couldn't afford to like do things to make myself look really good like some people could. You know, Mm -hmm. like I could only afford to spend so much on clothes. Right. I got my hair cut at Supercuts, you know. So I was just like, this is one thing I could do that, like, could make me look good. Yes. And it's free. Yeah. (laughs) I really think that that kind of had something to do with it. Yeah. Because at that time, too, I started, I'd use, like, a little self-tanner on my face because I was like, oh, that's also, like, an affordable way for me to look a little better yeah so it's like all of a sudden I have these brows and like a little glow a little glow
2: <laughs> and these brows I like that
1: yeah and I and felt really good I felt really good yeah you probably looked a lot younger too suddenly to- oh when you look at my license I just finally got a new photo <laughs> but for like 10 years I had the same photo from when I was 17 oh yeah me too no Still eye- the same
2: photo it's no awful. eyebrows
1: I looked 45 yes I definitely yeah. looked older
2: 100 percent Because of what we're talking about. When you're young, you have a full brow. You've got these little chubby cheeks. Can't save the
1: cheeks, but we can save the brows at least. We can save the
2: brows. Everybody looks better with a fuller brow. Not a full brow. Not everybody needs a Cara DeVigne huge brow, but everybody looks better with a fuller brow. Brow for their face rather True. than a thinner brow. I also have a couple of brow theories that I'd love to share with you guys.
1: Cute. <laughs> I'm, excited I'm such for a this. brown
2: nerd. So here's the biggest one. And this is a theory, but it's like I'm working towards facts. Not sure who can help me prove it, but <laughs> if you're out there, let me know because so far it's worked for me. The shape of your brow is really predetermined by the frontal bone of your skull and all of the tiny little bones that make up the ocular bone of your eye. And why is this? This is because if we think about, like, our body hair, why is it really there? It's there to help to protect outside, invasion dirt, oil, bacteria, whatever, from entering our bodies. And so if we think about our brows, our brows are really there to stop sweat from falling down our forehead and into our eyes. So there is a scientific way to really measure where your arch is, where your front should be, where your tail should end. And based on taking that and then combining it with the magic that is Alex and I we can figure out your perfect gorgeous brow shape which is why we are yelling before not to just go to anybody who just thinks that everybody gets the same shape on their face no you are individual and beautiful and special and your brows are also individual and beautiful and special which yeah I'm gonna admit it it makes it not easy sometimes you're looking in the mirror and you're like bitch I don't know what the fuck to do with this and that's difficult but you need to find somebody who does (laughs) because there's somebody out there who will help you figure out what to do and it's gonna look gorgeous on you and it's gonna be better than whatever mistakes you've had in the past for sure so what else I mean I guess what else is that all the things that we're telling you as I said before I didn't know any of this shit when I was a kid (laughs) I didn't know any of this shit until like maybe seven years ago I knew that my brows were
1: too big compared to all my classmates and I had to make them smaller that's really how it started
2: yeah that's really how it started. Also. Um, but also, I guess I should tell you guys how I... Since I'm yelling at you about going to like the wrong person, I should admit that I'm yelling at you because I've gone to the wrong person before in the past. And it was immediately after spending my first year growing out my eyebrows. I just told you guys all about it with my friend Christine Dow. She got me like looking fantastic. And that summer I was spending on Long Island with my cousin. And I was so excited because I was here I was, you know, I used to be this girl from the Catskills. Now I'm this grown woman. I've got beautiful big eyebrows. I'm a New Yorker, darling. I need somebody to help me with these eyebrows. And so I asked my older cousin if she had a brow lady. And she said, oh, yes, girl, of course. So without asking any questions, knowing nothing about this woman besides the fact that she charged $7 for a brow, I went in there. Yeah, look at your face exactly. (laughs) I went in there. And I just laid down. And I shut my eyes. And I said, girl, do my brows. This woman took off every last hair on my face and crafted two
1: grown out
2: all of the hairs that i'd grown out
1: can i tell you once i grew my brows back in no one ever touched them again except me girl never again that was the last no one's ever touched. that that was the last that's so sad i feel so she razored
2: them crushing razored them back to like the tiniest you can imagine it was long island you've
1: been there we just Uh, that's part
2: of why my eyebrows look the
1: way they did (laughs) <laughs> Fucking Long Island. That was the they got last Maya, too. time I saw what her brows. Were yes, like...
2: exactly, girl <laughs> So that's why, like, I'm preaching. I know. And also, after that, I came to New York and thought that, like, when I moved back to the city, thought that it, people could do better. It was always hit or miss. It took like one year of going after. <laughs> christine stopped doing my brows jumping from place to place that i was just like oh no i gotta figure this out on my own this is too much
1: did you ever have someone do them
2: i had one woman i think i was telling you this the other day when i lived in the financial district (gasps) yes yes she did a great job but like i didn't know why they were great i just knew that they were great and i remember taking a picture and from that moment forward always showing people this one picture and people would look at it and be like who is that like bitch that's me (laughs) That's me. Is that how
1: they look now? Do you feel like yeah? You they kind look, of basically, kept what yeah. She gave you
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. I had to get it back to that. I'm going to look for pictures actually because that's when I first got my weave. That's when I, I, I first lost see. all my weight. I was looking good, girl. You were feeling yourself. I was feeling myself. I had my brows. I had my weave. I was skinny damn was we both like, like had so our happy. heyday around
1: the same time
2: do you know what i mean it was the year 2006 <laughs> that
1: was a good time that's when i moved to brooklyn yes
2: girl that was when i was fat that, that was, was my first time, time feeling myself it was a long time ago <laughs>
1: 2006 yeah
2: the year now is 2021 oh,
1: my brows were still thin then
2: oh girl that's all right you were working on Not it for long anyway so that is mistake number three on our list of mistakes is trusting the wrong person over your and over and over again. And I don't know how it is on the internet, uh, how it is today because of the internet. Do you think that people, no, we just talked about it. People are narrowing their fucking eyebrows even yes. with the internet. Y'all are still fucking up. <laughs> It's true. You need to go to the right person. You need to find somebody who we can has pictures so and things. pictures and pictures of yeah. beautiful, different shaped eyebrows on different people and different ethnicities and different face shapes mm-hmm. because that's how you know that that's that bitch. She can look at a face and find anybody's correct shape. It's not just one shape over and over and over again.
1: It's true. And I think, too, it's like I said it before and I'll say it again. You just have to let them grow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, you just have to let go of that. Like, I think it's a very big control thing to want to constantly tweeze your eyebrows. I think
2: it's that people think that we're all so self-involved that we all think that everybody notices these three hairs that are out of place. And it's like, bitch, nobody notices that because they're all worried about their pimples or their three totally. hairs that are out of place. Like, nobody's looking it's at your face the way that you're looking at your face. And
1: again, you'll tweeze a hair one day because you think it's a stray. A few days later, you'll tweeze another stray, not realizing those are like little sister hairs that if exactly. you left them both, yes. they'd fill in this little spot. But exactly. in your mind, no, 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 that area doesn't really grow. That's exactly. Just, it doesn't grow because you keep tweezing it. Yes, exactly. It's so it's so very bad. important yeah. to just
2: like... Just leave them alone. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Yeah. Leave them alone for a month and I bet people will start looking at you and being like, you look really good. What are you doing? And you're just looking like young mm-hmm. and refreshed. Hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I should say, and I know that we're probably going to say this at the end anyway, but like we're telling you to grow, to grow, to grow. But even though this is an audible <laughs> narration of what to do with your brows, you I did make a little uh, Instagram tutorial. did. Of like it's how awesome. to shape. And it's like, really in depth and it's a little bit nutty because as you can hear I'm obsessed with eyebrows but if you really want to like take this to the next level and you really want to have beautiful eyebrows you should definitely check that out afterwards after the 3 weeks when you grow them in <laughs> and then Do there's it. a whole shaping tutorial for how you can shape them using the same method that we use in studio so there's that all right where are we there's that i mean i guess that's pretty much it i guess the last thing to mention
1: is mistake number 4 That's all you, Alex. So sleeping on a brow tint brow makeup because you don't want to look like a Kardashian. Yes. Here's the lesson. I, and probably all of your brow crushes, use makeup and or brow tint to fill in the holes and spaces in our brows, and we don't look like a Kardashian or Instagram brow. Nobody's perfect,
0: (laughs) even in this Instagram perfect
1: world that we're living in today. And if you don't believe me, zoom into every envious brow photo that you see. If it's too perfect to be real, there's definitely some help involved. That's almost always the case. Always. And people don't realize that a brow tint can be life-changing, even if your brows are darker. My brows are darker, but guess what? I have these like weird, small, lighter hairs in between some of these thick hairs, Mm -hmm. and the tint just picks them up and makes Mm -hmm. them look so much better. I haven't tinted them in a while, and it's very obvious.
2: Yes. Also, we have girls that come in that have very asymmetrical brows, and it looks that way because the density of their brows are different. Like, you and I we both had even clients. them out with a tint. You Easy. even them out with a tint. You and I have both had clients when, like, one brow is seemingly quote-unquote normal and the other brow, it looks like it's literally half the size of the other brow. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's that the density isn't the same. And so once you add that tint, it matches the density and it changes your face because now your face is suddenly symmetrical exactly. or balanced. We never promise we never promise perfect symmetry i will always promise you perfect balance no two face halves are perfectly symmetrical and so this goes into like they're sisters not twins it's the truth no face halves are perfectly symmetrical i will always promise you perfectly bad
1: perfect
2: that's what we're aiming for is a balanced face we're not looking i don't aim for perfection anyway totally
1: i aim for you to look good Definitely and back to the whole Grow out <laughs> especially if you're Going somewhere that's a little pricey Don't think you're being slick and go Be like help me but you Haven't grown anything out they're exactly. not going to be able To help you yes. they're going to turn you away they may Still charge you who knows exactly so If you're going to spend a lot of money, you want to be smart for yourself. It's true.
2: And sometimes girls come and I'm like, look, this isn't a $7 treatment. This is a $60 treatment. And the last thing that I want you to think is that I'm just trying to take your money and run. I want to help you fix your brows, but you need to let me help you help yourself. Because otherwise... I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Just steal your money, girl? Like, Totally.
1: Also, when in doubt, just leave the hair. If you're yes. not sure if you should tweeze it or not yourself, just don't leave Don't tweeze it. anything. Just leave it. Don't tweeze anything. <laughs> we need to have like a once a month like therapy group. I know. <laughs> um,
2: no, but honestly, I know I got ahead of myself before. But if all of this in- intrigues you and you're just thinking like, yes, bitches, my brows are jacked up. I can't stop staring at myself in the Zoom screen. Help, I don't even live near you guys. What can I do? On our Tributy Brooklyn Instagram, there is like a 30-minute <laughs> browse story tutorial that's in the highlights. And the great thing about it is like this is something I've had to master face-to-face-to-face, and you only need to master this for your own face. And once you master this technique for your own brows and your own face, you will always be able to get your brows looking beautiful, if not teach somebody else, whoever you go to, and tell them what you want if you don't feel comfortable doing it yourself.
1: Totally. I think, too, when you do go to get your brows done, you should talk to your brow person about how to fill in your brows properly. If yes. you feel like it never looks quite right or you, you don't like it or you think you're against filling them in, mm-hmm. have a professional show you. Yeah. Because it can be really life-changing because sometimes even when you wait a year, your brows don't grow in the way they once were. Yes. Or the way that you want them to be and filling them in really helps.
2: Yeah. And also here are the people that you should trust with your eyebrows. You should trust your makeup artist if you have a makeup artist for some reason or makeup artist friend you should trust your esthetician if she is showing you all of the beautiful brows that she does for a living you maybe should trust your hairstylist because if she's your hairstylist, she probably can see your face and shapes and angles and the brow growth pattern that you should have and it kind of ends there i think that the list ends there who else should you trust with your eyebrows not your nail tech
1: Mm Probably not. They do nails, that's their uh, thing. Yes, you know? Unless you're spending hundred dollars. In nail tech school, you do not learn no, by don't. the way. And even if they also have a waxing license, they're just learning sanitation and yes. how to wax. They're not learning brow shapes. Exactly. that's, I, that's just a fact. Exactly. Yes. Like you
2: And and maybe I'm a snob because we do brows for a living. But it's also because we fix so many brows. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I guess because when I first started in this industry and also just, I know you look around and you can get a $7 brow wax anywhere. We charge $60 for brows and our books are booked. Like, all the time. Mm -hmm. And that says something to me. It says that the people that are out there aren't doing a great job if you're willing to pay 10 times the amount to come and get a better job done.
1: Also, this... I think makes sense. You know, a lot of times when people are going to like threading salons, nail salons to get their eyebrows done they are getting them quite thin and very, very.
2: Because they're telling you to go every two weeks or every three weeks. But you also
1: feel like you have to because you're getting this very arched specific brow that takes off so much hair and the hair grows back and so fast. But once you start leaving your brows fuller and just like slightly bushier, You'll notice you don't feel like you have to get them done every two weeks. You should so even never be you're going every two weeks. You shouldn't. Weeks, because I hair, don't have anyone coming any two weeks. No, because that's the hair
2: growth cycle is at least a month. And so if you're going every two weeks, that's why they're thinning them out because there's nothing to take except for new hairs. Sorry exactly. i so No, it's shot. true. Yeah, it's I'm the yelling. truth.
1: So I feel yeah. like, yes, maybe you're spending more money, but over time, is it really more money? Not that much no, more. No, it isn't.
2: So that's about it anything else to wrap up brows if
1: anything wasn't clarified for you you should send us an email ask us brow questions yeah we can recommend brow products for you a hundred percent tell us where you live maybe we could do a little research see what other like brow yeah people are out there who are really great we in should, other cities we need to get a, a, i'd
2: love to connect also we need to get a brow um directory directory <gasps> yes Send us, okay, also, if alternatively, if you have a bomb brow girl, alternatively, if you have a bomb brow girl, send us her information so we can get a good brow directory going and send people to good people across the country because we're just here for good brows. We're not, you don't all need to come to us, nor do we have the time to see all of you guys. Totally. We're just here for the brow. (laughs) We're just here for the brow. We're just here for the brow. Dream lover, come rescue me. Okay. So before we let you guys go with story time with Nellie Bly. That'll be fun. This is going to be a great one. Let's just wrap it up, right? Wrap it up. Number one, grow out your brows for at least three weeks without touching them. At least. Before looking to have them reshaped. At least. At least. Number two, consider a brow growth serum and or castor oil. What is the serum that you're always telling people um, about? I
1: really like Grande Brow and mm-hmm. I really like Rapid Brow. Yes. Those are both great options, but you must be diligent and use them twice a day. Yes. If you're not going to be diligent, don't bother spending the money. Latisse is also bomb, but you've got to get that yeah. through a doctor. But yeah. Latisse, I've seen people that I couldn't even believe
2: they were the same person. The they next were growing hairs them. on their eyelid. Yes. I didn't know there were follicles there. <laughs>
1: It does work Somebody yeah.
2: did tell me that there's like a cancer thing with with Latisse I don't know how true that is oh, I've never also, looked
1: into it I just want to say this I had a client the other day who I recommended a brow growth serum for her Mind you I'm not making money off this because we don't sell it here Yes, But she was like do they really work? And it's like, oh, no, I was just messing with you. Right. <laughs> they do work. There's like this weird idea that brow growths here, like they seem too good to be true. Yes. Yes. Well, because if you never had fuller brows. you exactly. They're not going to sprout hairs from nowhere. Well, yes. Except for Latisse, Let- clearly. Yes. But, um. If you did have fuller brows at one point. Yes.
2: Because what a, grow- a brow growth serum does is it stimulates the follicles to sort of like wake up
1: again. Yes. or And it is possible. I know it from experience with myself and many clients. So stop questioning it and just go buy it and well, use it people properly. People probably think because of like baldness. Do you know what I mean? That's like the
2: great thing the the great big male problem is baldness since I don't know whatever why we making excuses just because your dad's bald doesn't know. mean you should feel a certain way about Pro growth serum
3: <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense <laughs>
1: anyway they do work uh, and I yes. I can speak those from experience those work yes
2: for sure three those three for
1: sure but don't start using it and these hairs sprout and then you <laughs> Wee's <laughs> <Tease> them out. Wee's <laughs> them
2: out, right? Also, vitamin B complex. Yeah. Get you a good B complex. Solgar is our favorite brand. Not yes. all vitamins are the same, so don't just go and get Walgreens brands. true. Right?
1: A brow tint goes a long a way. A long way. Okay. If where you go to get your brows offers a brow tint
2: also make sure they offer customized brow tints because that's the other thing is i hear people like they just dyed them black or they look red or they look red we do custom brow tints here it's really not that difficult i think that most high-end brow places if you're spending sixty dollars plus for a brow shape they're probably going to offer customized brow tint just ask but it goes a long way slash brow makeup also And number four, like we said before, if you're feeling inspired from this episode and you want to do a deeper dive into brows, check out my brow tutorial on the Instagram highlights. That's under at True Beauty Brooklyn. I'll probably put it under the at True Beauty Brooklyn podcast now. Oh, I have
1: one more thing to add about brow makeup. Definitely always good to consult with someone. Mm
2: -hmm, Because you could look Um, crazy real fast. You could look
1: crazy. Also, not everyone needs the same kind of brow product. True, yes. Some people really need a pencil. Other people do not need that. Some people need like a tinted gel. It just makes more sense for what they need help with Girl, yes So really good to consult with someone on that Yes, that's
2: a great, great point Alex, you just fucking killed it
1: Well, because it's like boy brow is great But like some people are like, oh yeah, I use boy brow I'm like, you don't need that Well, because, okay, so let's just drop this really quick
2: Pencils define, powder adds density Mm. Gel is like a great for a natural brow And it's the easiest because it just grabs the hairs that are already existing And like adds a nice little sweep of, of color to it and pomade, to be honest with you, I don't even know how the fuck to use pomade. That shit looks a little clownish to me. But I'm also not a makeup artist. I'm just a brow stylist. Pomade, I think, is very L.A. I don't know if it's very New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's really
1: New Yorkish. I think all of that is just important because there are methods to all of these different totally. things. Totally. And if and you know how to use a pomade, let a bitch know. Yeah. Teach us how to use Teach pomade. Teach us, yeah.
2: Before you get off and email us, check out Storytime with Nellie Bly, Naked and Locked Out.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a good story. This is a
2: great stay tuned. Great story. The sound is a little bit crazy. Our guy does it, his best to balance it out, but you know a bitch loves to laugh and I think I blew out the fucking speakers a <laughs> couple of times. So,
1: it's a really good story if you're just like cleaning your house right now and you need a good story. Yes. So, let's check that out and then come back and we'll say goodbye to you
2: guys. Enjoy. <laughs>
3: Okay, so there was this guy that I had been like fucking around with for like maybe two years and I really like wanted a commitment. He wanted nothing to do with that. So finally I was just like, fuck it, like let's just go our own ways. But he like wasn't willing to just like cut it off. Like he just like basically wanted his too. Mm-hmm.
2: So, can you get enough that Nelly pussy, you know? I might be flashing
3: it everywhere, but she magical. (laughs) Um, So, what happened? Oh, I like cut her off, and then that night I went out with a girlfriend and I got wasted. Please also notice The other common denominator In all my bad decisions Is, is <laughs> alcohol yeah. um, So I get wasted And of course He starts texting me I think at this point I'm like maybe Like five whiskeys in Five like whiskeys in? It was like when
1: I was like
3: Five whiskeys in? when I was In my
2: whiskey phase Whiskey Okay girl I had a whiskey phase too I But it all makes face, you Yeah it, it makes you A different person Fucked up. It turns you <laughs> into A different person It okay. turns me into A very mean person Yeah whiskey Is oh. like an
1: upper The way tequila no.
2: no, 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 no. It turns me into always a happy drunk. Always, but always. Just, all right. Well, let's hear. You, let's your hear. You, with, you still drinking
1: whiskey, girl? Mm-mm,
3: no, I'm sure it is. It's
2: really because <laughs> it makes you a different person. You might be happy, but you are
3: not Nelly. <laughs> Some good. Um. So I was like five whiskey women, and he's texted, and he was just like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" And then he was like, just like, "Come over to my place, like." Let's talk about it. Which, hello, is like you, just a booty call, obviously. Wait, like, what is there to talk about? Five,
2: talk about? Five whiskeys in during happy
1: hour? Five whiskeys I mean, in.
3: Five whiskeys at like 9 o'clock, maybe? Oh like,
2: my god. Night. That is very early to only have, I would, to yeah, already have five your whiskeys. hangover
1: would start by. That's very like,
2: early. That is, you started at happy hour and then you called that motherfucker. Like, a true career gal. Wait, I didn't
3: call him. He texted okay. me and I was like, Obviously had a few whiskey, so I was just like, couldn't say no, and I like went over. From that point on, we were talking, and I was like angry, and he had wine. Girl, I told you, I'm <laughs> so, I, told you. <laughs> well, I was angry. I told you I was angry because we started talking about it, and I was like, you don't want to see. Angry because whiskey does that to you. I'm telling you, it makes you angry. Wait. So he smashes a bottle of wine. I smash a bottle oh my of god, wine. Oh god! It kind of sounds hot. I actually like yeah. ordered some pizza at some point, and we definitely, honestly, at this point, I like blocked out. We definitely had sex. And there's a little like caveat to the story, which is he lived in this building, um, and had just moved units, like within the okay. building, so like same building but different apartment mm-hmm. unit. And so, obviously, I back out, we sleep together, and then all of a sudden, at, like, I had to have been, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and this is, like, midweek, I wake up from my blacked outness, yeah. and I'm legit outside of his apartment door, like, kind of slumped over and, like, kn- like knocking to get back in. And oh, no. I'm obviously naked because we Oh what? my <laughs> god! Oh my god! My conspiracy theory on this is like I think I was trying to go to the bathroom but because it was like my first time in the new apartment right. I had, like, mistaken the, do- the bathroom board, so <laughs> the door outside for, like, the door. Yeah, butt-ass. Like, okay. So I'm literally butt-ass fucking naked, and I'm, like, fuck. So I'm, like, knocking, knocking, and I, like, don't want to be too loud, because obviously I'm, like, naked, and I don't want to wake up, like, the neighbors and have them, like, come out be, like, what the fuck is going yes. on and see <laughs> like, naked at all. I should also probably highlight the fact that this is a building in Tribeca, oh, so it's my like, god. like, I'm so, definitely gonna look like I'm a huffer,
2: so bad, okay, I like, like, since I know you, I could pictured this so perfect, like, I knew the setup of this story, but I'm so glad for the listeners, you're like, look, I'm a bougie bitch. this is a nice building, but like, <laughs> oh my god, dude,
3: dude, <laughs> okay. okay, I'm so like, I'm like, I adore it. I'm just trying to knock, like, I'm just like, quietly <laughs> trying to knock, <laughs> But, uh, I don't obviously, really like, left naked in the hallway. Obviously, he <laughs> fucking wasted and dead as well. Oh so I'm literally now looking around, like down the hallway, and I'm like, maybe somebody has like a doormat, you know? But you're like to use to cover yourself is... or something? Why do you need? Uh, I percent, <laughs> desperate times, but like, obviously, it's like this is New York City, and the like, doormat, like who, ha- like, do you have a doormat? I, see, but I put it out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know what? I wish you had been to his neighbor. So, you know what? Like, I obviously was so little wasted when I, like, came to, but, like, more conscious. So then I was just, like, knocking, knocking, knocking. And I was like, no one's going to fucking answer. I was like, fuck it. I just have to go downstairs. What? Like, to the lobby. What?
0: Why are we <laughs> going to the lobby
3: so the doorman can call
2: oh. or something? Is there a doorman? Why are oh, you go to my the, the lobby? <laughs> what was I gonna
3: Is going to do? Like, hang out oh. naked Did in you hallway?
2: the hallway? What like, bang on it! No, bang bang on the door! door. come out! What type of Dude, is I prefer one neighbor than the doorman. What embarrassed? You know do not you embarrass all. yourself, Actually,
1: dude. okay, doormen kind of know everything. You know, I, they know I mean, all that's the weird fair, but I'm just like, embarrassed? Look,
2: I'm a selfish asshole. i like, a I'm going to let this guy get embarrassed, not me. I'm going to go downstairs, and the doorman's going to look me in the eye, and all up and down and see all my shit. <laughs> I'm not the neighbor store, he's going to be like, homie, who the fuck is, like, he's getting in trouble, not you. You're just the naked girl in the
3: hallway. What time is it's up, of this? It's still it's in the middle, the middle of the night. It's four in the morning. It's like in the middle yeah, of the we weekend. The these rich ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> listen. <like, laughs> like, this is stock market for the next Elizabeth day. Elizabeth
1: is really
0: worked up.
3: She's. Really I up. am grateful that it was not on the weekend, because I feel like on the weekend for sure, like people could have been coming, like coming in and out. Oh, um, I am working. Look, like, I'm there oh with you. Gosh, I'm oh the girl. So I'm, I'm right there Wait, with, I'm, not, with you. That's what I'm okay, right there. Okay, so I'm like. Ah, uh, this is like not going anywhere, so I need to just like so go downstairs and like s- ask, ask the doorman to like when help you went in the Stairs? Situ- were you like covering yourself? Oh, don't worry, we'll get to that. <laughs> so I get, get, I get into the elevator and I distinctly remember thinking, fuck, I hope this is the express <laughs> elevator that goes all the way down, no stops on any other oh, floors. Oh my
1: god, this is the most.
3: Thankfully, because it's like. 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, goes straight down to the lobby, and honestly, I didn't even try to, like, cover myself up with, like, my hands or anything. I just, like, strolled out, like, in all of my naked glory. The doorman sees to come out from the elevator and is, like, oh my god! And, he, like, runs behind his station. Thank god he was, like, a really nice guy. Grabs, like, a hoodie from the back, throws it, and then, like, puts it i obviously put it on and he's thinking this is like a domestic violence case like we got into a huge fight and he like threw me out naked and then he tried to call up but obviously he was like not awake and not like coming to So then he's like freaking the fuck out because obviously I'm like naked and in like this huge long hoodie and he's just like don't worry we're gonna get you home and I'm like so kind of wasted and I'm also just like tired and I remember listening like how are you gonna get me home like me like how like I don't even have shoes okay <laughs> or cash on me to get home or like or a a keys to get to your like, apartment once you get I have, home I have nothing I have nothing. So finally, he's like, doesn't know what the fuck to do, and like, I'm pretty sure like doorman can't let like a guest right. up without the consent of the leaseholder. But I think he was just like so fucking sick of the situation. He was like, okay, he's like, I'm gonna bring you upstairs. I'm gonna let you into the apartment. Like, and I think he just didn't want to get in trouble for like letting me in if I really truly got kicked right. out. He was like, he was like, just go in and like grab your stuff. So we go upstairs and obviously I'm still drunk. So I'm like, I guess trying to grab my stuff in the dark, but like grabbed all the wrong things. Like none of the things that I needed. Like not my clothes, not like, like I grabbed my purse. Like it was just like a fucking hot mess. And then finally, like after probably like hour and a no. half, I the doorman just like gave up on life and was just like, let me into the apartment. Dude was like sleeping in his living room on the couch, passed out next to the pizza box, and I just like went to the bedroom and like just got in fucking bed, and I was just like to sleep mm-hmm. it off. The next morning, he wakes up, I wake up, I pretend nothing has happened. Like I have like full the recollection. Or like
1: this is the top one.
3: Oh, we will get to that because it comes full three like full three hundred and sixty oh degrees. God. I pretend nothing has happened. He's literally like, "Uh, Do you know where my phone is? I can't find my phone. He's like, Can you call it? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So I'm like looking for my phone. I call it. His phone is in my purse because I think like while I was out like grabbing my things to try and leave, I like grabbed his phone. Luckily, he wasn't in the same room. So I was like, Oh, I got it. It's right here. (laughs) And then like I just like got dressed and like went like, Left, went to my apartment, got ready for work, went to work. I don't say a fucking peep to him about this. I'm just like, maybe he'll like never find out. Like, there's no like reason to admit right. that this happened. Right. And then, literally, two weeks pass, and I get like the fucking most insane. Text message from him being like, "What the fuck happened? You did what?" And I also think like maybe I was like in a bad mood when I was talking to the door and like maybe like talked some shit about him, uh, like uh, maybe uh, some uh, like untrue oh shit. My god, so he was just like mad about Jordan. that too. Oh my god! While I was naked. Like so that happened, and then for some weird reason, it comes full 360 in the sense of like also. It is a very small world. Yeah. You're because fucking it really is. The church that I go to is also <laughs> in Tribeca. <laughs> oh my God. It's also in Tribeca. And like there's like they're super chill. And so I was like telling this story to one of the women who like actually like used to live in that building. And her husband was actually, like, like managed the building or some shit. Oh,
2: my God. And she goes, oh, my God. And that was you? She was,
3: I think hundred percent! She goes, I heard this story from my husband. And I was like... I honestly wasn't even embarrassed. I was just like, that was me? And then when I spoke to her husband... Her husband was like, "Oh my God! He's like the door. He's like, 'Cause obviously it was only one doorman on duty. Was like, all the doormen would not stop talking about it for like a week. Oh my God! That That is is so. so... I'm famous. Oh my God!
1: That was the best fucking story I think I've ever heard in my life. That was hilarious.
3: Wait, moral of oh, the story? Oh, moral it of it the account story. Moral of the story
2: is
1: no brown liquor. Don't drink
2: whiskey. I told don't you, whiskey it. makes you mean. Don't I, don't at do at, do at the beginning at of the story. At least if there
1: were tequila, you would have been like skipping. You wouldn't have told shit. Yes,
2: <laughs> I told you at the beginning <laughs> of the story. <laughs> as soon as I heard five whiskeys, I told you, girl, Nelly, bitch, you were a different person. I was right. Uh, Whiskey makes you mean.
1: That is fucking great.
2: That's the moral of the story. Drink Thank it you if for you want your great it. Great stories. But young gals out there, no. <laughs> Three bad bitches right now I'm telling you whiskey makes you mean and a different person. Take
1: your time when you're drinking. Don't <laughs> rush it. I used to like throw drinks back. Like I think I was just thirsty and probably should
2: drink water. Drink water. <laughs> drink water. I bet you didn't drink any water either. Oh, definitely, definitely not. not. Definitely not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Nellie Bly say thank you, to, we'll miss, you next time. to miss nelly if you nasty
3: until next, until time, next time learn from my experiences. Well. oh my god learn. so Teaching fucking good
2: hey guys hi so alex was just saying this is such a fun episode what do you think
1: Oh, I hope you're not bored. I hope that We're is. so nerdy, we're like, we love eyebrows.
2: <laughs> I think it was a fun episode also.
1: Also, like, kudos to us for making money from something that's on your face to, like, protect your eyeballs. Right? It's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> I guess that's
1: kind of I didn't cool. become a veterinarian like I thought I would when I was a kid, but, like, this is pretty cool. I
2: want to be a vet, too. Really?
1: Oh, we yes. love animals. Uh, we love
2: animals, but then I went to, like, do a, uh, what's it called, when you hang out with the people for the day? career shadowing mm, and you were like
1: fuck that yeah i was
2: like <laughs> sticking thermometers up dog's oh, butts all I day this sucks office.
1: did i tell you about that no In cobble hill
2: am i wrong it's just sticking <sighs> thermometers kind up, of uh, yeah that's listen, it listen it was
1: a woman and her husband and <laughs> she was so fucking mean she was a nasty person really she made me cry one day and i never went back after that. i just didn't go oh back God. to work no i've never Kano done showed. that before with a job where i have just like i'm not gonna show up how can a vet be so mean she was awful she Stings. was awful
2: she and really sucked. It just stinks because, I mean, what is she just like, like putting dogs down or something? No, she was just nasty I like you me. thought about that. I like that you seriously took a moment to think, does this take a I was like, Maybe she just like would. killing
1: dogs? Her and her husband were both just like weird and mean. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. All right. Well, she yelled at me. Oh, I won't, won't even go into it. No, I don't know how we got here before. But all I know is that Lacey, being the best best friend that she is, wrote them a nasty Get this city search review. Do you remember city search? Oh my God. It was like before Yelp. So long ago. Yeah. A nasty Or maybe Yelp was already around. I just didn't know about it. Right. City that search was, really, was, that OG. was That is a
2: good friend. Because that was like before I even knew to make fake reviews. Which like looking
1: back now, I'm like, that's fucked up to do to a business. But no, it isn't. That one nice. there's not a
2: pandemic. Who has, not who among us hasn't left a bad review totally for it to, like mean owners?
1: I didn't like how she was with clients also. She was just, n- whatever. Okay, not wait, why person. are we even talking? I don't even know. Why are we talking Clearly I need about some therapy this. there. <laughs> okay. So
2: guys (laughs) Send us all of your Letters about bad jobs You've had in the past Yes, (laughs) And mean bosses So we can talk about that And I'll have a group therapy session Because who hasn't had that situation And also send us your I didn't know them but I'm older now Which could be actually one letter I didn't know them but I'm older now Here's this bad mean boss Also send us your milk with your dinners If somehow that has to do with (laughs) Being like a different culture, than somebody else. I'm trying to think of like some ridiculous employee milk with your dinners that could come in.
1: Well, the one that that girl sent in about the pickles. That was an employee. That was like a coworker. That's true. That's a- oh, that's a good point. The pickle Christmas.
2: Oh, thing. that's a great point. Okay, so we can make this crossover happen.
1: Oh, there's definitely good work ones. I feel like that's yeah. when you finally especially like I grew up mostly around white people, it wasn't until I was true. like in the working world that I got to be around people from the cultures. True. Yeah, and
2: you've got new friends and stuff. Yeah. Okay, great guys. So send us all that shit. We can't wait to hear about it. And just like Mariah.
1: Did anyone ever just
2: say that? Okay. <laughs> mostly I hear Beyonce, but I'll take oh, Mariah oh, yeah, too. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, so send us all of those great letters to truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Instagram at truebeautybrooklynpodcast and Twitter at truebeautybkpod. our twitter is so pathetic we have no i love twitter but we have three followers so come and follow follow us us on
1: twitter just to make us look cooler please
2: i will tweet more funny things if there's people there listening yeah come
1: on get her going get Get her going All right. Well, if you live locally, you can make an appointment and come and see us. Don't forget to rate us five stars only. Yes, please. <laughs> or leave a review on Apple iTunes and tell a friend. To tell a friend if you like the show. Yeah, please do that shit. And subscribe. you can also
2: subscribe. We would really appreciate that.
1: We need it. We need those things in our lives. We need those things in our lives. We need you
2: in our lives. We need brows in our lives. What else do we need in our lives? Dick. Dick. I was thinking <laughs> the same. You no. Know? <gasps> Twins. And that's it, guys. Yeah, we'll see
1: you. Next I'm a simple week. gal. I just need brows and dick. <laughs>